guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. Um, this is the last episode of the season. It's kind of exciting and also kind of sad, but um, we got a kind of a fun episode today um, with the exam coming up next week, um, which is crazy to think about that after all this time, it's finally here, but here it is. And today I have Aiden with us. Um, so we're just gonna chat about a couple things that we experienced exam day, maybe what some of the things you can expect going into exam day, um, just trying to kind of get rid of that anxiety around around actually going to take the exam. Because I know the first AP exam I went to take, I was terrified. Um, I, I didn't know what to expect and I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. So hopefully we can kind of kind of get over that. Um, I'm just, Let's get started with a pretty fun question. Um, what was like the funniest thing that happened to you on your A-Push exam? Or if it was kind of uneventful, like what was the main event? Well, I honestly, I actually didn't go I didn't take the oh, did exam. It. No, I did not, unfortunately. I gotcha. Decided, I decided not to, but um, I, I can kind of give some some things that helped me in the prep mm-hmm. for what that would be because I kind of decided it last minute. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead if you have anything to share there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I definitely think that the... The review that we did all throughout class was very helpful. I feel like uh, Mrs. Richmond really prepared us for the analytical side of it and from what I'd heard from people that um, in class and that you've had previously on the podcast, mm-hmm. it was something where it was a lot easier than what they were expecting in terms yeah. of the MCQs and the um, SAQs. So. I feel like in that respect, it really, the analytical skills that you develop, and I know in other courses that I've taken and in, in, in the humanities, it really has helped to have those skills that were taught in class. So I think kind of going in with the knowledge that you have those skills, you have that toolbox to be able to apply to that situation, even if you don't feel that, you don't feel like, oh, I'm kind of not really sure if I could do this in an exam setting. I think you kind of build up over the year your ability to to reason and to think about those problems that you're facing. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of default back on that. And that's, I think, the whole point. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely that was definitely true for me. Um, just because like we've been working so hard and we've been preparing so much that when it comes to the exam like you are ready, you're ready. Like even if you stopped reviewing tomorrow, please don't. But if you did, you would, you would still be ready. And (laughs) just to recognize that you, you've prepared well for it and that, you know, you have the skills that you have the toolbox you need, you have the skills and, and going in, like you don't need to be apprehensive about that because you know, you can get it done. Um, I know for me and personally, my funniest exam day experience, this is kind of a story, but I'll tell it. Um, so it's kind of like a family tradition and it's my tradition as well to like always bring peanut M&Ms to your AP exams. Like whenever you take the ACT or the SAT or any of that. So I brought my like large Sarah size bag of peanut M&Ms and during the break, I pulled it out and I started eating M&Ms and there'd kind of been an earlier conversation happening in the exam. Like before the exam, people were talking about like, Oh, do you like bring food? They didn't bring anything. Did you even eat breakfast? And most people were like, no, they didn't eat anything. They didn't have any food. And so I pull out the exam, or excuse me, I pull out my M&Ms. 
Um, and then one of the proctor the proctors um, sees me eating the M&Ms and she knew I was homeschooled and I was I was there taking the test at the public school. And so she says to me after she sees me eating the M&Ms, she goes, oh my goodness, if you're eating sugar, there is no hope for the world. And I, I just died laughing because it was, it was like this anti-stereotype of homeschoolers being dumb. But she was like, you are like the holy grail, like you're the, the, the standard. And if, if you're eating sugar, you're just dragging us all down. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep eating my peanut M&Ms. But that was really funny, and it made me laugh a lot during the break. But, um, yeah, I mean, people have told stories too. Um, our TA Mary, one of her one of her funniest stories that I know that she's told in the past is how there was someone who took a pen and they they bounced it on their desk the entire exam, like just the same like the entire time. Um, she was like, that was the most distracting thing ever. But in the end, I mean. She got through, and so even if something like that happens, you can still you can still take the exam and you can still get through. Um, yeah, I, there's just some crazy stuff that happens, and you you can't prepare for the the crazy stuff that happens on exam day in the test room. Um, but you just kind of have to ignore it and keep going, which I think is is honestly, um, honestly what what makes the difference between a good exam and a bad exam is if you can kind of ignore your surroundings and, and take the test. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Um, so you said you didn't take the exam, but you kind of prepared for it. What was the, sort of the thing that you were most nervous for going into that, like before you decided not to? LEQs, definitely. Um, I feel like the DBQs were really solid. I liked being able to have the data and the, the actual documents there so that I could just, okay, I kind of have a roadmap. I organize my documents and then I write the thing versus mm -hmm. the LEQ, which kind of is just like this abstract thing that you have to synthesize on the spot based off of a prompt. Right. I felt like the MCQs and SAQs, as many other people, I think Mary touched on this as well, and maybe CC as well. They're really like, once you get into them, they're pretty much, you just like go through them and it's like, okay, it's not a big deal. And then they kind of save the worst for last. But I, I think that when you're hyped up on adrenaline and you go into it, you kind of just go through those, the multiple choice and everything. And it's just kind of like, okay. And then you have that in reserve for the essays. And I think, you know, just kind of realizing where your strong suits are and maybe trying to make the best of what you have um, in, in the way of the essays, I think is the, is the key to that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can you actually move just a little bit closer to your microphone? I'm not sure if it's picking up yeah, sure. or maybe speak up a little bit if that helps. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I definitely agree with that is that sometimes the thing that we're, we're most nervous about is the thing that we feel like we have to like produce the most. Um, and for me, that was multiple choice questions going in because I felt like I had to produce like all of this background knowledge and I had to be able to have all these historical contexts and facts and, and dates and everything that I wasn't sure that I knew. Um, and in the end it all worked out, but I think that's definitely true is that we feel like we have to produce something and then that, that gets tricky um, going in. Um, for me, I think the thing I was most nervous for um, was also probably the, 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 the free response questions because I didn't, I was scared about what the prompts were going to be. And I was really scared that it was going to be something I didn't know anything about and I was going to have nothing to say, um, which was sort of an irrational fear. I, I, I see that looking back, but um, you, you, you know, you can always come up with something for the prompt because you, you know, you know it. Um, so that, that was definitely something that made a big difference for me, but kind of what you were saying too, that um, this is something Mrs. Inspector who teaches AP English at, at PA homeschoolers always talks about is how when you're taking the exam, you want to work with intensity. So you want to, when you're, when you're getting like getting into the, the test, um, 
you want it to be sort of an intense experience, right? Like you want that adrenaline to drive you. You want to focus as much as you can and, and sort of push yourself to, to put yourself intensely into that exam. And I think that's something that really makes a difference between the people who kind of like, you know, <laughs> when I took the exam, there was people on the other side of the room just like sleeping, like they were not even, not even going to care. Um, and that, like, that don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but it really does make a difference if you can put yourself in and sort of get into those exams, like you were saying. Um, a thing, something that I sort of went there thinking was going to be really bad and wasn't actually that bad. Um, I was thinking it was going to be really hard to write for that long. Um, like, because I don't know, my hand was going to crap or something like that. Um, and it really wasn't that bad. Um, I just didn't, didn't even think about it during the exam because I was, I don't know, I was so in focus intense. I, I, the adrenaline was kicked in and um, I wasn't even thinking about like my hand cramping up or anything like that. Um, not to say you shouldn't prepare, obviously Mrs. R gives you those hand exercises, totally do those. Um, but it's like when you're that high on adrenaline, it doesn't, it doesn't often, the things that, that affect you when you're practicing at home don't really affect you as much. So definitely getting into the, getting into the exam and working with that intensity does make a big difference in, in how you'll perform. Um, okay, the next question that I, I had written down here was the part that was most fun about the exam for you. Um, and I didn't take it, but maybe you can talk about the thing that was most fun for you, um, kind of going, going up into the exam leading into that time. I honestly think that even if I had, had, um, taken it, I feel like the class itself, because it was over a longer period of time, I got a lot of experiences that I really enjoyed, like the movie nights, um, which is part of the reason why I wanted to be running them this time around as a TA. The kind of the interactions we had as a class and the things that we went over, the people that were in it, there were a lot of interesting backgrounds and, and different different backgrounds and skill sets that kind of came together and people that like, you know, different, also different goals in college and, and, and wanting to, major and different things so that was it was interesting to have a combo of all that yeah for sure i think for me the the thing that was most fun about the exam it was being done no i'm kidding um so the thing that was that i had the most fun with um it was honestly i think it was the free response questions which is funny because i was so nervous about them and then when i, when I started writing them i was actually having a lot of fun um, because I had this idea in my head of like, someone is going to read this back and they're going to give me a grade. And for some reason that just, that, that made me laugh that someone was going to take the time to read this back. And so during the exam, I was having so much fun writing the essay because I was like, I felt like I was, I felt like I was talking to the exam grader the entire time. And maybe that's a little weird, but I think having that mentality is not a bad thing because it does, it does force you to sort of think about how someone is going to perceive what you write and to write, um, in such a way that, that tries to make yourself clear and, and, even though your your argument might be good, if it's not really that understandable, it's not gonna get you that grade you want. So definitely to be just kind of cognizant of that fact that someone is gonna read this back and they're gonna have to understand it. And based on their understanding, they're gonna have to give you a grade. So I think that's important when you're forming your argument and you know through the entirety of the free response section. Um, the most unexpected thing that happened on the exam. Um, I don't know, maybe you want to talk about first something that was just unexpected for you in general and, and how that affected your experience. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think that the, the thing that was kind of unexpected for me was that by the end of, of class, I felt like 
there were there were things that I had done in the in the beginning of class where I had kind of gone through and gone at this like kind of surfacey level. And I think that is natural for everybody in, in class because you kind of like you're getting used to the course, you're getting used to how to deeper um, analyze things. And then at the end, I really found myself diving back into the earlier time periods. And especially with like the, um, the podcasts and audio recordings from the great courses, I really enjoyed being able to go back and really like analyze those early units more and then kind of relate that back to the more modern times, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And then it kind of expanded my knowledge of both. So that was kind of interesting. Um, not necessarily unexpected, but it was kind of like to go backwards instead of like keeping you know, up with what you had, it really helped my review personally. And it kind of gave me some unexpected, like facts that I, I wasn't really aware of when I was first learning the material. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I can definitely relate to that as well. Just, um, especially that same idea of kind of being at the surface at the beginning. And then as time goes on, really wanting to be, be in, investing in the material and learning more. Um, and I think now is a great time in the year to do that. You know, there's not much time left until the exam. Um, I'm sure you feel like you've covered everything in review at this point. So to definitely go back and, and just, you know, focus on the things that you want to focus on and learn about the things that you want to learn about. Um, because in the end, that sort of internal drive and that that you're, you're wanting to learn the history is what comes out on the exam. Because that's when it comes for response questions, you know, your interest in the in the prompts and the questions in figuring out what it means that's ultimately what causes you to write a good essay like if you don't care and you're just sort of spitting back some facts the exam graders can pick up on that like they'll know because you write the same thing as everyone else um, but if you're invested in in the material and actually wanting to find out more and investigate and analyze that really will make a difference for you on the exam and, and how you write those essays um, for me the part of the exam that was the most unexpected um goodness i think the most unexpected thing for me was the multiple choice questions um and i honestly don't know if i can say if it was unexpected and, and it turned out good or bad or how it all went down but i think um i was not expecting them to be what they were <laughs> that's about it um and i'm you know i have gaps in my memory because obviously they don't release the multiple choice questions but um yeah it was just it was not i was not i wasn't it was not that i wasn't prepared i was just not expecting that um so I maybe going in, I would next if I were to do it again, I would change my attitude a little bit and instead of expecting what we've seen in the past, like what we see with multiple choice think it throughs and doing other multiple choice practices, is that it might be a little bit different and that's okay because you still know the information. Um, and during the exam, that caused me to panic a little bit because I wasn't used to the formatting. There was you know there was questions that it was like a little bit more vague or maybe it was not as um, not as familiar and that really threw me off even though i still knew the answer it was still very upsetting and a little bit off-putting to kind of have that like difference in format or in, in difference in the question type so definitely be aware that they might not be what you expect but you know obviously they very well might be what you expect i really it depends on your expectations so um just to be aware of that going in i think another thing that i was really not expecting going into the exam was the nature of the prompts um for the free response questions I was expecting something a little bit more uh, maybe cut and dry or um, a little bit more um, searching for words here, but something that was a little bit less vague. The prompts for um, our year were extremely vague. Um, 
you could have literally written down anything and it would have related to the prompt, especially for the LEQ. Um, There was three choices and they were all basically the same thing. Like there was basically any difference whatsoever. And that at first that really threw me off because I was like, well, what am I supposed to say about this? This is so vague. I could I could literally write anything, and so I did sit there, you know, and have a moment of indecision about what well, what am I going to write about? I you know like I couldn't pick, um, but I mean obviously in the end I, I picked something and I wrote about it. But I think to, to to recognize that the prompts might be different from what we've seen so far in practicing, and that's okay because you can still write about something and you still know something that's going to fit that prompt and that's going you're going to be able to write about and an argument that you're going to be able to make. So because I mean, you've been practicing it and and you're ready. So definitely don't don't be afraid if something turns out not how you expected it and try not to panic and freeze because I definitely did that for a minute when I first saw the LEQ prompt and I was I was like, oh, I'm not ready for this. Like I don't know what to write about and I could decide. So don't do that. <laughs> just 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 remember that um, in the end, all of the prompts are very similar and um, there's always an argument to be made no matter what. So, okay. Um, Last little question, or last last sort of question. Um, anything, Aiden, you want to say to the to our lovely students going off to take the exam? Any last yeah. words? Yeah, I would like to um, first acknowledge the work that you guys have been putting in. You've been putting in the hours and the and the effort, and it's showing. Uh, you know, I've been looking at the PSDAs and the MCQTTs since the beginning, and I've been very impressed with what I've seen from the very get go with with all that and I feel like you guys have been doing really quality work throughout the whole thing and I wish the best of luck to you all on the exam and I I think that you all do well I think that this class definitely prepares you well um, and and I hope that you guys have future success in your classes and your you know your intended majors and, and whatnot in college mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean I'll definitely echo that um, like Aiden said, you guys have really put in the work. Um, you've done an awesome job investing in in preparation, um, in review, in learning, and diving in. Um, and that's really something to be commended for. And, and, and kudos to you guys for doing that because it, it'll, you'll, it'll make a difference and you will see it pay off um, on exam day. So um, definitely same, best of luck. Um, I also just want to say thank you so much for anyone who's been listening to the show, um, anyone who thought found this helpful. Um, at the beginning of the year, it was just sort of a crazy idea that I was going to do this. Um, and I emailed Mrs. R about it and she was like, oh, that sounds super great. And so I just kind of hit the ground running, not really having any experience. But I really hope that um, the show has been impactful. I know it's it's made a big difference in my life. It's really um, helped to uncover new interests for me and things like that. So I really hope that the information that we've been able to convey to you here has, has helped you not only in your exam prep, but to also feel like you're part of our community here at PA Homeschoolers. Because when, at the end of the day, PA Homeschoolers has one of the best online communities that you'll ever find. Um, and that's coming from someone who's who's basically seen them all, um, you know, trying out every different online homeschooling option that there was. And, and PA Homeschoolers, really, that it's the people that make a big difference um, because everyone is really invested in, in what we have to learn here and to learn it together. So I hope that you found a little slice of our community here in these episodes. Um, and I wish you guys the best of luck on the exam. Aiden, thanks for coming today. I really appreciate it. Um, and and um, yeah, best of luck to you guys. Have a great summer. Um, if you have more AP classes planned in the future, definitely, um, definitely say it's the same thing. You know, all of the things that I've I've said on this show are apply basically across the board to AP classes. So don't be afraid to come back and listen if you're ever if you're ever looking for more advice or help or anything. So I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate Aiden for coming on today. Um, and good luck. 
Bye, guys.